Hi, this is Melissa Guerra, Melody Smith, and Tim Dolly. We created Surviving Design as a platform to help other interior designers improve their knowledge, their business, and their bottom line. We hope to educate not only members of our industry, but anyone who has an interest in interior design. Get ready to laugh and learn, and let's start Surviving Design. On today's podcast, we are going to talk a little bit about behind the scenes at doing show houses. So show house is basically a home that a private uh, owner will turn over to a charity for a set amount of time, let the designers run wild in different rooms, uh, but at the with approval. But at the end of the day, there is a lot of stuff that can get donated. So you can get some upgrades for free, but there is still stuff that homeowners do have to pay for, which uh, sometimes they don't necessarily realize. Uh, then there's obviously a charge to attend the show house for you know the public to go. Um, actually, how Melody and I met uh, was doing show houses for the Red Cross here in Palm Beach. I don't know what a decade ago now. Oh God, it, at least yeah, at least. Time flies when you're having fun. Um, and we used to do, yeah, we used to do them every year uh, when the Red Cross was was participating here in, in Palm Beach for show houses. It's now Kipps Bay, which has a show house going on here in Palm Beach. Uh, they also do show houses in New York is where it started. And then I think they do one in Dallas. Uh, so it's kind of become a very premier show house. And uh, we kind of wanted to talk today about what it is like to put together a show house and some of the trends we saw at the show house. But I want to start off by giving everybody who did a show house right now total props for being able to get it done, given all the supply chain issues and just the headache it is to get stuff right now. So, I mean, it was always hard enough doing a show house because I think a lot of people don't realize how compressed the timing is to actually get that done between the time, you know, you get told what room you have, get the design approved, get the house turned over to you. I mean, we're talking, it's a matter of weeks, weeks. And Melody and I have both done kitchens, which is an entirely different thing when you've got to order a kitchen, you know, in, get it done and get it, it is on uh, typically on the designer's nickel, unless you can get sponsorship from a you know a vendor or whatever. Um, well, and a lot of times there will be some vendors. It depending yeah. on the year and depending on uh, how much influence the show house has. You know, I think Kohler, Benjamin Moore. You know, they usually donate Absolutely. product. Yeah, I know they did this year to to Kips Bay. Depending mm -hmm. on how much business you do with certain showrooms, you know, you can beg, borrow and steal a lot of stuff from them. Absolutely. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, a lot of designers obviously keep warehouses of stuff that they'll pull in to do show houses. Well, and even uh, installers will donate their time. Like, you know, Wendy uh, will install the wallpaper and, you know, do all that. So it all is, I mean, it, it, you, you, it still is a, quite a bit of an investment on the design side. Yeah. Yeah. But you learn how to, you, hopefully you learn how to. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Well, especially, especially kitchens, you guys. I mean, that's one thing to bring in some chairs and ottomans and stuff to create a living room, but or and lighting and all that stuff too. But kitchens, I mean, kitchen cabinets and then countertops and the fabrication of said countertops. I mean, that, that gets really, really expensive. And really, really tight. Well, that, I mean, as many kitchens as I did, we didn't ever come out of pocket for the actual hard stuff itself. We either got uh, the... You know, we could usually get stuff donated. Uh, appliances, a lot of times, uh, some appliance company would like to donate. Like one year we did Gen Air and they were launching a new bronze line, which went nowhere, but it was pretty. Uh, we had that in the in a kitchen. Uh, the homeowner, if they're recognizing their kitchen needs to be redone, they would 
cough up a kitchen because you could usually get it for significantly less than you would if, you know, you were just going out on your own to get this done. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, granite slabs, you know, or marble slabs, you could, a lot of times you could find ways to get that donated. Oh, they would sponsor that. Yeah. Yeah. Those companies were great for that. Yeah. There was ways to get it done, but the timing on that was crazy because, you know, I mean, I, I don't even know how people do it these days. I mean, it's just gotten so much worse trying to get work done and accomplished and stuff in, uh, that it just, it got crazy. I mean, a lot of times doing the kitchen, you know, the, it would be the grand opening. You'd be like, don't lean against the wall. It's not dry. (laughs) (laughs) It's still very, very wet. And and whenever you go through and, and cause you have to apply to, to be a part of a show house and they have a committee that's going to either approve or deny your application. And if you are approved, you don't even know what room you're going to get till your approval, right? Correct. Yeah, you put in like your three, the right Red Cross. I top did three, it. yeah. Yeah, you put in your top three and then they'd give you something else anyway. <laughs> you get the laundry room. Yay. <laughs> oh, you guys did so great doing the kitchens the other time. We will torture you again. Great. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 one of the show houses uh, a million years ago, I, I was the third designer in on the kitchen and I had uh, two and a half weeks to pull it all together and get it executed because it was so late in the game. Oh, is it, and, and you had to get kitchen cabinets in and two and a half. No, weeks. no, no, no. I, at that point, we there's no way. No, we, we just did a refresh on it and, um, and called it a day. Uh, but the, a part of the sticking point was the homeowner wanted me to match her dishes to whatever color I put into the kitchen. <laughs> and, and what color were the dishes they were uh villeray and bosch the um god it was a farmhouse pattern with the chickens oh god oh well this is a million years ago but it was uh but it was one of those things where i you know i was like listen you have to agree to this because if if you don't agree to me today i can't even get product in to have it put up in order to make the deadline and uh she ultimately did relent and you know she did get what she wanted out of it but it was it was it was a it was a tough haul yeah it is tough sometimes when you're dealing with a heart because if it's something that can be removed the homeowners don't really have the same level of input as something that will still be there when they're done and then when melody and i were talking the other day some of what the houses look like when you go in to tour it before it becomes a show house like there was one uh that they literally had glasses of milk sitting on the nightstands that had been there Four minutes. Let's just say it wasn't just there like overnight. And I'm like, you know, you have a household full of people coming. Can you clean up? Can you clean up? <laughs> yeah, that house was a mess. That house was that the one with the waterbed, or was that another one? No, the waterbed was a different one. No, that was the one with. Remember the wax, the pile of wax on the floor. There was like a candle on the bedside table, and it had dripped so all, all the way down the nightstand into a pile on the floor oh my so god so gross so gross that's yeah. how melody and actually bonded was walking through that room and going do you see this oh my god <laughs> well and then we had one uh well when one kitchen we did it was one of the first ones that i had done uh she had had some nasty ceiling fans up which i hate a ceiling fan in a kitchen anyway i mean how much grease and dust do you just want to trap up there and we took them down and they were in the garage and those things were already filthy. They had never been wiped or never been cleaned. And I had taken a picture of that to prove that. 
And then when we put him back up after we took down whatever pendants we had on loan, you know, put her nasty ass ceiling fans back up. She's like, they're all gross from being in the garage for a month. I'm like, girl, that ain't a month worth of dirt. Look, bitch, like this is how much dirt. I will wipe it for you because I'm a nice person. But like, I just want you to know. And she was also the one because I do read contracts where they had put, you know, if you don't, if they they didn't like the color, uh, then you just have to put it back to their original color. Okay, fine. So we're sitting there doing that. Yeah, we get a note from the Red Cross at the end saying, can you, uh, she wants it painted some random color. And I emailed him back. I'm like, no, per the contract, I don't have to do that. I'm like, if she wants her peach ass walls from 1985 back, I will put that back up all day long. But I'm not going to just put some random color because it's what she wants. Like, read your freaking contract, lady. And they were cracking up. They're like, well, I'm glad you actually read that stuff. So, yeah, I didn't have to paint anything at that point. <laughs> she was like, I'm not putting that back. I'm not doing that. <laughs> not that it would have cost me any more to put it in like whatever color she wanted versus the original peach color i just i wasn't going to do it on principle yeah and it's interesting because you are in a situation where uh you are beholden to uh, an actual person right (laughs) and the and their opinion well you're beholden to a lot it's not just yeah the homeowner you're beholden to the charity you're beholden to like whatever Mm -hmm. is donating product and what they want to showcase i'm there's a lot that goes into it so sometimes when you're like why are people showing this uh maybe it's because it's what they people want it to donate sure uh so yeah i mean behind doing show house it's not as i mean it's it's a really hard hard it's a challenge it's a challenge yeah well i had a kitchen one year and the island was a terrible color the peripheral the peripheral Um, countertops were beautiful but the island was just it was just dated and it just didn't look nice and And it didn't match I remember that it didn't match no it didn't match and and I got uh something donated from a very nice company and they were ready to just you know give me a full slab and she said no right so I had to sleeve the whole thing in stainless steel which ultimately was pretty pretty great but it looked great it actually looked great and it was way more you know it turned into being a very interesting yeah, uh, middle finish than just having you know. No, I totally down. agree. Totally agree. But you, know, but people, yeah, as you have said, and you, Melissa, is that people don't know what it was supposed to look like. Right, right. That's one of my main design mottos: is no one knows what it was supposed to look like. You start <laughs> one way, and it ends up entirely another. Or- so, with that in mind, I wonder what that was at the show house stuff they ended up with. So let's let's go through. Let's talk about Kip's Bay a little bit this year. What do you guys think? Um, there were some really cool rooms. Uh, my my favorite, I think my favorite room in that in that uh, show house was the room with the um, onyx bed that was lit up. Oh, that I was that was cool. I thought that was really cool. I didn't really love the light fixture over the bed. I thought it was I thought it kind of competed. Plus, I don't really like the whole trend of having a chandelier or any light fixture that hangs low over a bed. I realize you're never going to hit it with your head, but you are going to make your bed, and your blankets are going to hit that thing. I just I just I don't care for it, but. I thought it was really, really cool. It was a really cool concept and really, really beautiful. And the bathroom that was adjacent also was just modern. Oh, spot on. Yeah, that was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, that was spot on. That was that was very, very pretty. Yeah, there was some interesting stuff in there. I do feel there was a little bit of, uh, apparently, uh, I guess Palm Beach classicism was still very much uh, what they were showcasing. There was still a lot of what people think of as Palm Beach, which may or may not be accurate all the time are you talking about lattice or your lattice on the ceilings lattice on the ceilings lattice on the ceilings there was a lot of wicker and rattan a lot of wicker and rattan yeah there sure was (laughs) yes there sure was to me there's also that bulbous this sort of like 
80s early 90s revival like we kind of had deco revival and so now it's like the times two deco revival so no longer like the 1920s deco now we're back in the 80s deco and the bulbous oddly shaped you know organic line furniture that is upholstered to the floor and those of us who already saw that i realize there's a new generation of people out there who are seeing this for the first time all i can think of is like yeah try to mop your kitchen with a fully upholstered dining chair that's the reason they fell out of fashion but you know it, it, it's well, it's a look you know what i mean like it's a look well speaking of a look what about the grandma chic oh god <laughs> That yeah, but I mean, is that or, or what? What did Melissa call it? Like funeral home, or was it you that called it that? Like funeral? It was funereal. Funereal. <laughs> well, it's funny because I, rem- I remember that that being you know when I was growing up, that was like, woo, it's so pretty. But you know, it's it's back around again, and it's not. It was such... very very formal, which I get, and you know, that's a lot of yeah. people want to do sometimes for show house. I mean, it was very very formal. I just I don't live that way. I just I don't I don't understand that aesthetic to a certain degree when it is just more is more because that just isn't my aesthetic and that seemed to be a lot so apparently it is a thing i'm not i'm not dissing it it's you know everybody has there's a lid for every pot everybody's got their own look and it's fun looking at at the different looks but it was definitely a lot of more is more this year i mean there was pattern upon pattern upon pattern upon draped walls everywhere there's a lot of draped walls did y'all notice that like, yeah oh, a yeah. lot of that yeah yeah, yeah. And one well, i wonder if that too. was by necessity you i wonder know, right because, you know yeah. that's right having done show houses for yeah. years yeah our first thought was like mm, what is behind there that the homeowner didn't want to get rid of that the designer didn't want to show probably exactly. a lot <laughs> It well, is the, our Roman gecko mural showing did, well, men and, and, wrestling. It might have been. I mean, I, I would have shown that. <laughs> yes, absolutely. It, absolutely. It might have been. It might have been Melody that was saying, but she noticed that there was a lot of cornices, and I thought I, that there was a pretty much a cornice in almost every room, which that was an interesting thing to see again. I talked with a workroom yesterday down here in Key West. And they were telling me that like they're building more cornices now. So I guess that's. They're practical. Uh, yeah. I, I guess it's being yeah. revived, which I, I I like a cornice. I think they can be done really well. Mm-hmm. I like them too, because they hide all that, you know, like the works of the draperies and you're not looking at a rod and personally, I like them, but. I'll take a loose sight rod over a cornice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see anything. <laughs> Make it go away. <laughs> well, and the other thing I thought that was a little bit, well, you use the word interesting, was there were a couple of beds that you could just close off, right? Where it was either like shutters or fabric. The drapes, like, yeah. Is this a thing now? Are we going back to like Versailles where like you would just close off your entire bed? Like, I don't understand that. You're in a room. Like, why do you need to shut off the bed more? It was inspired by Michael Jackson. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of what it felt like. Like, what are are we doing here? We're going to camp out, kids. Like, it's a little (laughs) bit weird. (laughs) We're going to put a ceiling fan in here, but then we're going to close you in the bed and you're just going to sweat. Yeah, because typically that's the thing with, with closing a bed off. You're trying to keep it warm. Well, that's not our concern down here. For sure. Well, but I do think that's one, I'm not going to say an issue, but one of the things with the Kips Bay is they uh, they started in New York and they'll bring down a lot of New York designers uh, because obviously a lot of New York designers like to get a foothold here in Palm Beach because there's a huge Palm Beach, New York connection. But that being said, they kind of 
put on there what they think Palm Beach looks like, which I don't necessarily think is what Palm Beach looks like. Maybe again, some of the stuffy uh, funereal stuff, but I think, you know, Palm Beach is getting fresher and I don't know that that's necessarily the look all the time to just be that heavy. Yeah. Well, and, and, and maximalism too, you know, which there were a lot of maximalist rooms happening in there. In addition to sort of that, it's almost like maximalism now is like the millennial maximalist. It's sort of granny chic, which we saw a lot of that with the old fashioned formal granny chic. But then you saw millennial maximalist, which was pretty much like that room by Mavely Handler. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of patterns, lots of textures. But I think she pulled it off really, really well. I mean, I, I no, thought I that agree. room was beautiful. No, and I think, you know, for what it, the look is, I think people did it well overall. I mean, there were yeah. a couple of exceptions we won't name, but I do think people pulled it off overall. I mean, you know, what's funny is uh, the person that I've talked to who liked it the most works at a showroom down towards Dania, and he was just saying how much he really liked it. And I'm like, really? I'm like, but huh. I was like, didn't it kind of feel like a little bit like antique Dixie Highway? Dixie Highway is an antique, uh, antique row down here in Palm Beach where you can find a lot of old stuff. And he goes, you know, I work down here all the time where all I see is white Italian leather. He goes, and I'm so tired of just seeing white Italian leather everywhere that it was actually a really refreshing break. He goes, meanwhile, you're probably in Palm Beach where you see that stuff all the time. And you just, you know, you wanted a break from that. I'm like, you know what? That's actually a very good point of just, you know, what everybody, you know, just just what you want to see and what you think you want to see in different areas. Queen and sweetie. <laughs> well, I mean, Tim would do it all up like Versailles anyway. So oh, much if he's like throwing a little shade at maximalism, Tim is, you know, would totally do the No, gold. no, I, I totally would. I, I, I like I like maximalist. I really do. I just I, I think I, I tend to be kind of like you, Melissa. I kind of tend to be a little bit less is more. So if you're gonna if you're gonna do maximalist, you gotta to me, you have to like edit other areas. So so your eye has a place to rest because sometimes you walk into a maximalist space. And your eye is just all over the place because you got a pattern wallpaper, then you got a pattern on the ceiling, then you got pattern bedspread, then it's just like you don't you don't know where to 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 rest or how to like land your eye in a place. Well, that first room as you came in and all the artwork had a Banksy. There was a Banksy in there. Did we really pick up on that? No, because there was so much other stuff to look at. Like now, me if I'm showcasing a Banksy, like there's the Banksy. Like you know, I I don't know. So you you do get lost on it, and you know when there's other people, you don't necessarily have time to sit in there and stare at the 8,000 details. I mean, I kind of, it leaves an impression and that's fine. You know, I like a room to come in and we're still, and we're all talking about it. So, I mean, you know, you achieve something there. People are talking about your space. So that's a very good thing. What I liked about it though, is there's a lot of color. I I really appreciated that it wasn't bland on any level. I mean, whether you liked it or you didn't like it, it wasn't bland. No, it was not bland. And I would not want Palm Beach to ever feel bland. I mean, that certainly was was not the case. No, I mean, and that's not the point of a show house either. The point is to push it a little and it is to showcase something maybe you wouldn't necessarily do. But now you have the freedom to try it. But I didn't really feel there was much that pushed design boundaries in the show house this year. I Uh, felt it was landing. (laughs) Yeah, there was a pipe seating situation that. Yeah was interesting it was a bench that looked like a pipe yeah i mean that i love the ceiling treatment and it pushed the the boundaries at least she Mm -hmm. was willing to to go there but i didn't really feel a lot of the rooms uh really took a risk it was just very uh yeah it was stuff you see there wasn't a whole lot that took a risk which is not i'm not saying it's good or bad but you know people just didn't really push any design boundaries on this one 
some of the worst rooms over time are the ones that we remember. I mean, those are the ones that stick out where somebody did something that maybe pushed the envelope a little bit too far. And those are the ones that we still talk about, you know, I mean, you talk about still some of the absolutely stunning rooms that really hit it that way, but you then come up with the ones that were just terrible and they stick in your mind too. <laughs> and that is part of the fun of the show house, right? It's not all going to be uh, just this, oh my God, I love it. I want to move in here. You know, some of it is like, wait, what happened here? And that's kind of the fun of it too, is to talk about that. My favorite show house room by another designer was that uh, jellyfish dining room. Yeah. Mimi Masri. Masri. Well, yeah, she I, gave her that shout out. That yeah, room was spectacular. Loved it. It was so like, I just walked in and went, oh my gosh. So yeah. what did you love about it? Uh, I love the the jellyfish. I love the lighting on the wall. She kind of washed the wall with like, it almost looked uh, like it was alive. It was just, it was just super well so done. So it kind of looked like it was an aquarium. Like It did, yeah. When you were in there. So because yeah, obviously people hadn't seen yeah. it, uh, yeah. you know, it just kind of felt like you were in an aquarium and there was just, it was done so well and it was so different. And, and the lighting was uh, yeah. against the wall was spectacular. The lighting over the table was spectacular. I can't really re- recall the furnishings, but no, what, was, what, was uh, the, what year did that come out? Oh, we'll have to look it uh, up. Gosh, I was uh, sometime ooh. between now and 2010. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it was a while but ago, was, but but it was the Palm Beach Show House. It was the it Red Cross was. one. Yeah, Red Cross. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We'll find it for you. We'll yeah. so we can put a picture up of it. We'll find it for you. It was it was spectacular. Yeah, yeah. that's that still is one of my. It always stands out in my mind as one of you know my favorites. Melissa, yeah. do you have a favorite? Um, that one was definitely, definitely a good one. Uh, one year, uh, we had done a bunch of condos for the Red Cross and Jennifer Garagius did a black, uh, walled living room, uh, just the way she accented it. It was so dramatic and so cool. And you just wanted to hang out in there and have fun with it. I mean, it just really was just, it, you know, cause you know, you think about doing a black wall, you think it was going to be this dark room but there was so much light in there and it was just so inviting uh, you know it's just the opposite of what everybody trains you on design right like oh don't ever paint a wall dark but no maybe you should paint a I, wall dark yeah i disagree with that never paint a wall dark i love a good dark room especially if it's flooded with light it it, it expands the space it doesn't bring it in but well i will say what i do appreciate about the maximalist push especially on that is i am getting so tired of everything just being white and black Mm-hmm. yeah it, it gets old Agreed. it gets really old or beige everything just beige which yeah. a lot of times and you guys know too when you're trying to work on a, on a project a lot of times you know any of your vendors that have an in-stock piece it's going to be in beige oatmeal. you know what i mean <laughs> yeah oatmeal oatmeal and yeah. sometimes you have to work with it depending on your schedule or your timeline um but it's just yeah it gets old it gets old yeah, no, my, so, uh, my favorite my favorite room, by the way, that I ever saw in one of the show houses, and it was the first year I went. This was back in twenty, I don't know, probably thirteen. Melissa had a room in that show house. That's, that's when I met Melissa, and it was like this citron uh, paint on the walls, like a. It was beautiful. It was like that's one that's one of my favorite spaces I've seen at a show house. You, it was thank you. Especially and when Melody, you, you had loaned me Melody. You loaned me the bed that year. Oh, 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 I love that one. <laughs> well, yeah, the, that, that was the some, one with the waterbed originally. There, there are some things you guys, like when you when you walk into a space, the feeling in the space, like the picture like is beautiful, but like the feeling in the space, like the feeling in that room for me was just everything. Oh, the thank pic- you. the well, picture is beautiful, but it doesn't it does not do that room justice. It oh, really thank doesn't. You. Thank you. Yeah, well, I appreciate the bed yeah, too, Mel. That was, yeah, it was a <laughs> hey, good you're room. welcome. <laughs> so you beg, borrow, and steal, y'all, when you're doing it. Well, and the other thing about doing a show house, 
designers, if you want to get published, especially locally, make sure you actually do put color in there because if it's getting printed in the paper and there are still local papers that publish it, black and white does not show up in press very well. So if you want to have it, make sure you have color in there that stands out because you're much more likely to get published if it's going to, the colors are actually going to stand out. Good point. We can give tips. We can give tips on how to do it. Like you want to have to beg, borrow and steal. We can all do it. I mean, you know, you got to just have your favorite vendors. You got to have your favorite workrooms. You got to have people who are willing to, you know, hey, we appreciate the business you've given us. We're going to help you out with this. And they get paid back by getting mentions. You know, you can always list uh, in the design, in the pamphlet that gets handed out, the booklet that gets handed out, who, who was the sponsors, who were the vendors. You print it out in their room. You let them print out cards. So hopefully they're getting some business from it too. You know, I mean, you really try to up everybody's business by doing it and up your presence and up their presence. And, you know, and it was, you know, it was a really, really fun experience to do it. I will never do one again, but it was a really, really fun experience to do it for all of those years. It really was. And it was stressful <laughs> and scary and exhilarating but well right because i mean you're sitting there and like people are walking in your room and they you know people will say whatever the hell they're gonna say right oh, and, and they, fine, do. They, they do they do they yep. do they do i mean you know y'all hear comments of stuff and then you know whatever not not everybody's gonna like everything that you do i mean that's fine like there's different designers but it's for not different for people. everybody it's not for everybody well there's different know? designers for different people right there's gonna be mm-hmm. certain things that people will absolutely absolutely respond to there will be you know rooms that they don't just because it's not their aesthetic kind of like the maximalist isn't really my aesthetic but i can appreciate it um you know but we also have the room you know rule when you're in there like just don't say a word because you just don't know who's in there and i just don't you know we talk behind people's backs like ladies we don't do it to their face you know we try and be respectful about what's (laughs) happening (laughs) but that is part of the fun right yeah. So, but we are really, uh, you know, I, we are very proud of all the designers that were part of Kips Bay. It was a really uh, fun show house to see this year. Um, and if there is a show house coming to your local area, be sure to go to do it to support the local charity and your local designers um, or, you know, the national designers and to support the design industry and show houses are a great, great way to do that. Well, I, hope you, I hope you guys kind of enjoyed the behind the scenes peek into what it takes to do a show house and what's happening with design trends these days. And we look forward to seeing you next time on Surviving, Surviving Design. design. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye.